friend it is shocktober 5th wow we got five of these in and you still want to talk to me <laughs> you're wearing on my patience man i know i'm wearing on your patience <laughs> no uh so so today we've got a doozy um, oh. i don't even know I, I definitely i would not consider this a horror movie at all um uh i don't even know what i would call this movie but we're talking about the wicker man the original 1973 British version with uh, Christopher Lee. Um, so you know it's by definition because it's got Christopher Lee has to be. I was going to say it has to be good, but continue. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to say this movie is not good. I'm not going to say go. that. Um, right. What I'm going to say is this movie is interesting to say the very mm-hmm. least. Um, I want to tell you what I love about this movie first. Um, I am a big fan of the original Patrick McGowan, uh, prisoner, the prisoner, the, yes. the, the TV series. Love that show. Yep. Um, I, I, I fell in love with that show, man, going on like 20 years ago. Um, I used to work at this music store, um, and it's in the music store. There's this giant stage in the music store and it was meant to like show off, all the uh, sound equipment that we sold and it had like, you know, DJ equipment and, you know, there's a big movie screen on the back of it. And, you know, we, we usually play like promotional videos and stuff, but uh, every now and then, you know, some smart ass employee would pop in, you know, a, a DVD or at that time, like a VHS tape of something that they thought was cool and leave it running all day. You know, right. I came into work one day and there was this bizarre ass TV show with this giant uh, orb, like this ball floating around on the ground and sucking up people. And, and I was like, what the fuck is this show? Because the sound wasn't on, right? We had, to, we had to keep the sound off, you know, in the store. And, but just the look of it intrigued the hell out of me. And I asked around and nobody knew who put the tape in and, you know, what the show was. Until I found this the, this guy who worked in the audio department, um, he's kind of like this uh, scuzzy, uh, you know, drugged out looking guy um, who, as it turned out later, got fired for stealing thousands upon thousands of dollars from the store. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, um, I found him, and he said, "Yeah, I brought it in," and he told me it was the prisoner, and I was immediately like transfixed by the show. I just sat there and watched it. Right. So anyway. The Prisoner is a show about this guy who is taken prisoner and put on this uh, island, I guess, um, uh, in a place called The Village, where nobody, yes. has, where nobody has a name. Everybody goes by a number. He's number six. Um, and, uh, and anyway, so it's this, it's this whole deal. And, and my point is, is that it comes from – The Prisoner predates um, The Wicker Man by a few years, but it it's very similar in tone um, and, and in feel like it, you know, it's, it's also a British TV show. So it's got the same kind of vibe from the late sixties, early seventies era. And the wicker man uh, is kind of a, a similar thing where the guy, well, he doesn't know he's been taken prisoner, but 
we'll get to that later. Um, there's a there's a cop who is, gets called to this. Um, I don't know. Is it an island? It's an island. Yes. It's an island. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and everybody on that island has given up Christianity. That's important. Yeah. So they're kind of they're kind of this little cult. Very much a little cult. Um, and so everybody lives there in this little village on this island, and everybody is kind of bought into this. Um, I don't know, whatever their philosophy or religion is, as it turns out, it involves a lot of weird sex. Um, but, uh, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the, uh, landlord's daughter, she's something else, man. Um, but anyway, (laughs) uh, and, and so he's, he's called to this Island because somebody was a girl was reported missing. Yes. Um, and so he's there to investigate. And when he gets there, everybody's acting all cagey. Nobody knows who this girl is. Nobody, you know, nobody's like owning up to this girl even existing. Right. Um, but he finds, he finds clues along the way that, yeah, this girl exists. Um, he finds like her name in the school registry, you know, and just, just little, little bits of information that let him know that this uh, little girl does exist. And as time goes on, uh, this is, this is the part that I didn't get Riker. Like as, as time goes on slowly, they're like, Oh yeah, she exists. Ha 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 ha. You know? <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, but she's a bunny rabbit. <laughs> you know? It's like, what? Right. <laughs> and what are you talking about? Because they believe in reincarnation. So they're, they're saying, Oh, she was reincarnated as a fucking bunny rabbit or something. I don't know. He eventually like th- this isn't, I don't know. Is I don't know. He, he eventually goes to her grave and digs, digs it up. And then there's a, there's a dead bunny in her fucking casket or whatever. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's all sorts of weirdo shit like that. The other interesting aspect of this, I don't know. I'm saying interesting, but I just mean friggin' bizarre aspect of this is this guy is as tightly wound as they come. Yes. The, this, this, uh, police inspector. Police guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, as tightly wound as they come, like he is, Mr. Straight and Narrow, uh, you know, a good cop, like, you know, the ultimate d- does everything by the book. Very, like, uh, very much God and country kind of guy, right? And, right. and uh, so that is played to almost hilarious effect against these um, kind of pagan-like um, villagers, right? Who are, and, and this takes, this is contemporary to the movie. Like it takes place in like 1973, right? Uh, you know, or, or whatever it's, it's in modern times for the era. So this isn't like some weirdo, we'll get to that tomorrow, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, so anyway, so what's awesome, I, I, there, there are so many things that this movie is, I don't want to say it's bad because I really like it, but it's bad. So, you know, for its time, it was hailed as the Citizen Kane of horror films. Shut up. Really? So this is, yeah. So this is a what I would kind of call kind of highbrow horror. And there's other, hopefully there's other movies that we'll watch here in uh, Shocktober that yeah. um, are highbrow horror that have come out where if you don't get it, a lot of people will go, well, it was just beneath you. Yeah. yeah. So there's this undertone, and you pick up on all the undertones, this, you know, isolationism, um, yeah. how, the, how the cop is looking down on these people 
in judgment. Like he's yeah. judging them the whole time. You, 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 um, ingred idiots. I mean, yeah. how can you not believe in our Lord Jesus Christ? Right. All that stuff. And then he eventually kind of gets sucked in to what's going on. Yeah. And that, that as he turns and begins to uh, accept who they are, um, they begin to wear on him, which then becomes the ultimate flip. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, and the end of this movie is at, at one point in time, the weirdest, most psychedelic fucking thing you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. And then in moments later, the, the horror of what's going on becomes so, um, and by then I'm I'm in. I'm I'm yeah. all I'm I'm all in. I have gone on this journey with this dude, and now I'm in. And in that moment, like the last few minutes of the film, I am mouth agape, like <laughs> holy fuck, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's what I love about this film. I love movies that have the holy fuck kick you right in the gut kind of ending yeah and this was right near the top and of course you've got you know christopher lee and he's he's a he's one of the founding fathers i mean when they when they had the mount rushmore of uh of horror you know christopher lee's going to be in there boris karloff those those rates are going to be entombed in stone forever for us to worship at that their mastery of the craft because they really laid the foundation for all things fucking scary and he's brilliant in this movie. And the other thing that I'll say, too, there's something about um, British horror yeah. that is so much more, um, and maybe it's their accent or whatever. <laughs> I, John, they they fucking get it. And and yeah. I, I rarely see a British horror movie that I, that I go, oh, well, that was shit. Yeah, yeah. Most of them are like, holy fuck. I mean, are they just deranged i mean i was engaged to a brit for a while and she turned out to be a fucking psycho so maybe that's it i don't know but yeah i i yeah i get where you're coming from so this uh, but again this, critically just really really great movie yeah go ahead so i was gonna say this movie is uh it, it's it's it, it, like christopher lee I, like for a long time, he he's not even a factor in this movie. He doesn't even show up until about halfway through, maybe longer. Right, the land, right. Um, and and he's he's got very little screen time in this movie. Yeah, um, but it's still pretty impactful. Yeah, totally. Um, there are certain things that I love about this movie, and it's and it a lot of it's the the product of its era. So, right. uh, the music, the soundtrack is oh. is this. Awesomely, it's it's awesomely. I'm talking about like the the actual songs, not like the soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the songs are like these awesomely corny folk rock, like yes, you know. It's almost like you ever watch those old, um, uh, like Hobbit and Lord of the Rings cartoon features. Yeah, um, yeah, like, like uh, Frodo, Return of the King. Frodo oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baggins. <laughs> you know, it's like that sort of thing. And it just makes me laugh. It's like, I, I imagine... Everybody knows him but us. Yeah. It's like, it's, and, if, and if we were there, we would look around, and they would look at us like, don't you know? Come on, sing along, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, John? It's, it's the corniest, like, 70s, almost like, um, 
like medieval times kind of freaking uh, sit back and uh, smoke smoke some uh, gillyweed or something. I don't know, man. It's it's fucked up. Uh, and so when that soundtrack started, or when that that theme song started, I was like, this is going to be fucking great. Um, so anyway, a lot of the stuff, like I said, though, is a product of its era. Uh, there are a lot of boobs in this movie. The straight up boobs. Lots of boobs. Yeah. Not a lot of Johnsons. No, no. Uh, Not so much. But so one of my favorite parts is when the cop is at the inn and he's trying to sleep, go to sleep, and the the innkeeper's daughter is next door singing him a song. And there there are quite a few musical numbers in this in this uh, movie too, uh, strangely enough. But she's next door singing him a song, trying to entice him to come to her room and and do the do the thing, right? And he's like, you know, a tortured, good, pious Christian man, and he's like biting his pillow to resist, uh, you know, resist the the siren song, you know. <laughs> it's 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 fucking funny, man. I can't do it. I can't can't do it. Mm. He he eventually uh, uh, wins out, you know. He he doesn't uh, he doesn't succumb to her wily ways, but uh, but man, there's so many moments in this movie where I just laughed at the sheer absurdity of it all. So anyway, should we get into spoiler territory? We gotta rate it first, sir. What oh. are, what are we gonna rate this movie at? <sighs> I'm uh, tossing it to you. All right, um, you know. We can do bunny rabbits if you want. Yeah, bunny rabbits sounds good. Um, you know what? It's it's. This is definitely an acquired taste. I love the goofiness of it, though. I'm I'm gonna give it three bunny rabbits out of five. Wow. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm actually I actually enjoy this a little bit more. Because yeah. I'm a little bit more on the highbrow humor. Or <laughs> highbrow horror. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm gonna give it three and a half. All right. Dead bunny rabbits. Um, for sure, absolutely, but. Yeah, we can go ahead and spoil this fucker. Go ahead, John. Here it goes. All right, so... So he doesn't... We don't figure out why it's called The Wicker Man until the closing moments of the movie. Where uh, awesome, yeah. So, so, so it, as as it turns out, this whole he's been played the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been lured there uh, by the village uh, because they need a sacrifice, and so they they put this they put on this whole charade, which seems awfully elaborate, if you ask me. Um, they they need uh, to sacrifice a pure Christian man. Yep. Um, who is untouched, you know, uh, a, a virgin, in other words. Um, and uh, they uh, need to sacrifice him, so they put him through all these trials. You know, they lure him there, put him through all these trials to tempt him and whatnot, and discover, you know, yep, he's our guy. We're going to... And uh, so anyway, and they do that by um, the girl that he's called there to find, or you know, or recover or whatever... Um, is actually bait. Yes. Um, so he finds her like, I don't know, in a cave or something. Um, and, and she leads him through this labyrinth of a cave out into a trap. And he is put into this giant wicker man. 
yeah. basically. It's like a, it's a tower. Think of like Burning Man or something, right? Um, it's this giant wicker tower. He's locked up in it, and then they just light the motherfucker on fire. Yeah. Um, by the way, I was while we were talking, I, I looked. Yeah. Uh, Bravo. 100 Scariest Movie Moments, number 45. The, the last scene. Yep. Really? Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments, number 45, was uh, that last scene of the Wicker Man there. Yeah. Um, and I will say that they, they sacrificed him because their crops are bad. Right. So they had a couple years of bad crops, so they, they need to have a sacrifice. So, yeah, the whole time they're playing him because they know that he's the one that's going to be sacrificed. Yeah. And at first... And this is the thing that's really fucked up. Right. Is that he kind of accepts his own faith. Yeah. He's in there and he's burning to death, which is right next to being buried alive is one of the things that scares the piss out of me, right? I mean, right. That, that would just be absolutely horrifying. Yeah. So he's burning to death and, and he kind of he, he kind of just starts singing along, right? Yeah. He starts singing that song and I'm like, holy I just creepy as all fuck. It's just yeah. really, 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 you know, you know, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, again, the musical numbers in this are hilarious. Um, when they're in the, when they're at the tavern singing about how sexy the, the innkeeper's daughter is and her dad's just standing right there going, Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like singing along. It's so fucking great. So many, so many cornball moments in this movie. And, uh, and Christopher Lee in a kilt is just fucking choice. <laughs> the one warning I will give out is that they remade this film with Nicolas Cage a few years ago. Yeah. And it has been hailed as one of the worst movies of all time. So yeah. please don't want, well, have you seen any of that, John? Uh-oh. Oh my gosh. Like the last, the last act in that is just Nicolas Cage. I mean, if you like to watch Nicolas Cage, at his absolute over the top worst. Yeah. This is the this is the film. What part does this, he, what part does he play? He plays the cop. Of course. He's the cop. No. And they you know, they put him in a thing of bees and he's going <gasps> you know, a cage and they put the bees in the cage of over his head this is before they burn him alive, right? And he's yeah. like No, not the bees <laughs> And he just goes over the top for like five minutes and you're just <laughs> It's so absurd that it's not even remotely frightening at all. It's that's, just, it's almost like watching The Room. That's fantastic. I would actually prefer to watch The Room <laughs> than that uh, atrocity. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you like this film, man. It, it, like I said, it's kind of highbrow horror. It's uh, it's highly regarded. It actually was voted the sixth best British film of all time wow. a couple of years ago. Yeah, believe it or not. Uh I, yeah. uh, man, you know, I got to be honest, though. I mean, I like it in an almost ironic kind of way. You know, like I like it. Uh, I like it because of its goofball, you know, characteristics, well, sure. you know, like I, I don't I don't necessarily think this is a great movie. I think this is an oddity and an interesting uh, an interesting watch, you know, as like as like a. Holy fuck, that was pretty funny, kind of way, you know, or uh, you know, holy fuck, that was bizarre. Well, it, yeah. it's not for everybody. It's not, but I still like again. Anytime, listen, you you've got me. I'm in. I'm in the whole way, and then you do that to me at the end yeah. of the film. Yeah. Um. So I'm applaud. Yeah. Applause, sir. Very well done. 
That's fucked up, and I like I like fucked up endings. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to watch more fucked up endings. Yeah, and like like I let off with, you know, a big part of the attraction to me was was how familiar it seemed in uh, relation to the prisoner. You know, yes, um, it's just I I really love the prisoner, and this reminded me a lot of the prisoner. So that was I got to be honest, and that was a big part of why I liked it. Well, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked it. It's yeah. it's uh it's a classic. People and again, if you're into that kind of stuff, you should totally go and watch it, dude. Totally. Yeah. Oh! Man, right on time. We couldn't have timed right that better time. if we tried. All right. Well, we probably could, but okay. <laughs> so, Shocktober fifth is over. We will be back with a very similar movie tomorrow. And, Imagine uh, that, friends. Ooh, scary, scary. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, join us tomorrow. Uh, until then, good night, kids. Good night.